Hey, this is Joe Castiglione, and you're listening to Not Another Sox Podcast with Matt Caval, Matt LeBeau, and Jack Webster. Can you believe it? Amigos, and welcome to episode 43 of Not Another Socks Podcast. I am Jack Webster here with Matt Galveo and Matt LeBeau. As always, fellas, Yankees got swept by the Astros. <laughs> music to your ears, music to everyone's ears. Everyone loved, think, chalk it up under things you love to see, you know. Um, everyone's happy. Um, bit of a weird, weird World Series matchup as far as teams you root for on one hand you got the Philly scumbags on the other hand you have the Astros who are the Astros um so it's a it's a weird matchup but uh yeah like you said Jack you know everyone loves seeing the Yankees demise so that that's always good yep yep and this uh that officially brings not another Sox podcast back this is our this is our first episode since we were uh, a guardian podcast yep so it's good to be back talking about the Red Sox there's not too much to talk about, you know, but um, we'll uh, we'll yeah. find some things to have fun with and talk about Devers, Bogarts, you know, all that good stuff, um, and uh, how the Yankees are in shambles and how Aaron Boone should be the manager of the New York Yankees for, uh, I would say, as long as they exist as a franchise. That's what we're hoping for. As yeah. you know, Yankee fans, that's what we want to see. So yeah. it seems like it's going in that direction. Yep. And, Which is great. Uh, also, a quick shout out for all the Guardians fans that ended up following yeah. us and thinking that we yeah. were an actual Guardians podcast. Like, we, we were probably the number one Guardians podcast for like a week there while they were facing <laughs> the Yankees. Like, we, we could just transition to Cleveland and be like, the number one Guardians podcast. But, yeah, they, it yeah. was. Uh, uh, it, we, it we was a humble life as a Red Sox podcast. Yeah, it was awesome. I mean, they're great people um i i did go to uh alds game three with the uh, um oscar gonzalez walk off so that was really fun um and i just went as like just just a yankee hater and yeah um yeah no they 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 love me i was in, i was in the standing room with with the bros uh so it was a good yeah. time yeah no cleveland was really it was fun it was a nice city um it was a nice stadium so uh, everyone was really welcoming and, and really nice, but uh, yeah, we we got the job done. Didn't the, you know the Guardians didn't do it, but someone did it, and that's all that mattered. As long as the Yankees are gone, right. that's that's all that mattered. Yeah, no, exactly. I was I was I, I was going to ask you like how how is Cleveland as a city and in, in, in the ballpark too? Like I heard it's actually pretty nice. Well, I mean, the ballpark was really nice. I can tell you that. From one visit, you can tell enough, you know, that you need to know. The beer is very affordable. Um, all they pretty much yeah. had was like Miller Lite, and it was like, yeah, I was like, it was like eight, nice. it was like eight fifty, I think, for a like a, oh my but God. like a pretty good size Miller Lite, like not like a like a twelve ounce. Um, 
And I mean, like, I can't really touch on the city of Cleveland. I was there, you know, I, I stayed in Pittsburgh and I drove to Cleveland and, uh, yeah. you know, I was getting my buzz on on the way and then on the way home, I was right. pretty much, pretty much toasted. So I didn't drive home. My, my buddy drove home, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, by that point, like, I can't, I, I don't really know anything about Cleveland. Like I know just as much about Cleveland after going that I did before going. I have no idea. Like I went through yeah. like a, you know, a highway area and then into like, it's, it's cool. Cause it's like in the city, the stadium's like in the city. It's not like, which uh, is cool. Yeah. Right. It's not like, like a good example is like Philly, like citizens bank. Like it's like so far off the, the, you know, the, the city that it's just, it's not, it's not great. But, um, but yeah, progressive feels right in there just like Fenway. So it was really cool area for sure. Mid, good Midwestern folks there. Yeah. I, well, that's a debate. Is, you know, people don't really have a conclusion. Like, is Ohio in the Midwest? Which I think yeah, it that, is. I would you say know? so. Yeah. Yeah. I would as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, some people consider it like like a special in-between area between the Northeast and the Midwest. But, yeah. Yeah, I think it's the Midwest. The yeah. I, uh, that, that's what I've always thought of it as, too um good look good looking women too uh cleveland yeah it was pretty good man it was there was a lot of hot chicks i was a really a lot of talent cleveland yeah there were the earlier i mean but that's like any city right i mean at this right. at this day and age like people move to cities they flock to cities and they get out of college like this is kind of um the nature of how things are nowadays so um but yeah ton of talent yeah. Ton of talent for sure. I was uh, yeah. Cle- Cleveland Hills must have been good. I know you were ripping that. I was, yeah. I ended up going <laughs> with my with my buddy, but I was on uh, Hinge looking for a date, and I found a lot of suitors. But um, I had, just ended up going with my friend because he ended up wanting to go, which I didn't know he he did want to go. Um, but uh, but yeah, a lot of a lot of girls were very interested in going to the game. I just put on there. I was like, hey, looking for a date to the game. Free ticket, you know? Yeah. And they were like, uh, oh, wow, I'm super interested. You know, I got a ton. And um, and I didn't end up going with anyone. So I just went with my buddy. So that was it. There you go. It's for the boys, dude. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was yeah. much better time. Because I didn't, like, have to worry about, like, like, dude, like, first dates are awkward. I don't care if it's a fucking playoff game. You know, first right, dates are, right. are awkward. They, they suck. Exactly. So it's like, you know, it was, it was, it was better that way. Do you want to hold hands while yelling at Garrett Cole? <laughs> I did, you know, <laughs> I did. And so I was right above the bullpen, and in Cleveland, the bullpen is so close to um, like the fans, and the Yankees were warming up just below me. And um, yeah, I was, I mean, they were, I was like giving it to them, just absolutely giving it to them, along with a lot of other fans too. Like Cleveland fans are not shy people at all. Um, but yeah, definitely getting a lot of attention from Yankee pitchers. Um, you know, basically just the same age-old chirp. Raphael Devers is your daddy, you know, pretty much <laughs> stuff like that. And uh, it's true about pretty much every pitcher on the Yankees. Um, so that was an easy one. And, um, you know, Domingo Herman, like just calling him a wife beater, you know, shit like that, which is an it's easy facts. one. Yeah, it's just facts. I mean, like, you know, so. You get but, called a wife beater when you beat your wife. Exactly. Yeah. Especially in the yeah. playoffs. That's going to ramp up in the yeah. playoffs. 
That's the no. thing about your chirps. They're always facts. It's not, you know, you're not making stuff up, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm not like, you know, calling someone fat or something like that, like something stupid right. like that. I'm, right. I'm, I'm, you wouldn't you know, fat I'm, I'm edu- anybody. No, no, of course not. I'm, I'm educated, you know, I'm an educated, right. uh, educated chirper. So, um, yeah, no, it, it was a really good time. I, I have nothing but good things to say about Cleveland, and it was a wicked fun game that, you know, Gonzalez base hit was just um, was awesome. And there, there was some great moments from that. Obviously, we wish that the Yankee or the Guardians did eliminate them. We probably would have gone on just to cheer for Tito Francona and uh, the rest of the playoffs. But I think there is something a little bit said to like get the Yankees' hopes up even more by winning a playoff round. Mm-hmm. Like you remember yeah. how fucking fuck wild like all the fucking streets of New York were. Uh, like right after the Yankees won, they act like they've never been there before to the ALCS and then get swept by the Astros. Yeah. Which I think they consider really their rival at this point, even probably more than the Red Sox. Like they hate the Astros and cry about them more than any other franchise, even, even probably more than Los Angeles. Yeah. So, like, yeah. For that to be like, a complete sweep, like even on the road in heartbreaking fashion, like I think that is even actually a little bit better as a Red Sox fan. I, I would agree, and I would relate it to like uh, in sixteen and seventeen, like when the Red Sox lost in the first round. Like you know, it sucked. It sucks to lose in the first round, but like I, I wasn't like destroyed. You know, I wasn't like sad. Like I wasn't devastated. Like I didn't like skip work the next day. But like in oh eight and like you know last year two thousand twenty one, when you get that close. Um, you're much more sad, and to get swept on that stage uh, must just be brutal. And so we've never, we've never, been, like, we've never experienced getting swept in an ALCS, um, thankfully, or a World Series for that matter. Um, but just that must be just brutal. You hate to see. Yeah, it. I can't. You hate to see. Yeah, it. yeah. No, I mean, I, I can't imagine that's uh, any fun. But um, you know, it, it's. Like I said, it, it's great to see, um, you know, if you're a fan of any team, you know, the Yankees to get swept in the ALCS like that, uh, you know, crushing their their hopes uh, of a World Series. Um, it's amazing. And, and for the Astros to do it, it's even better because, like you mentioned, Jack, obviously they have that playoff history with the Astros. Um, and and so the Astros doing it, it it's you know I feel like it, there's an extra it packs an extra punch, mm-hmm. um, you know in that sweep as well. So that that was yeah. nice to see. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, dating dating back now, like if you think about it, right? If you go through the years, 2021, the Yankees were eliminated by the Red Sox. Uh, obviously, this year the Astros. 2020, they were eliminated by what the Rays? Yeah. The Rays, Rays yeah. yeah. 2019, they were eliminated by the Astros. 2018, they were eliminated by the Red Sox. 2017, the Astros. And uh, 2016, were they in, in the playoffs or no? Were they in the wild card against the I Astros? Think they, I think they just missed it. And then 2015, they were also eliminated by the Astros. So, yeah. So, it's either been Astros <laughs> or Red Sox, except, except the one year, 2020, one which doesn't year. even really count, the Rays. And it's like, that sucks. Like, that's brutal. Yeah. You know, like, that and would they just still hate kill the race. Yeah. yeah. It, it's not like they got eliminated by, like, the Guardians or, like, the White Sox, where there's not really a lot of true rivalry there. 
They right. had that whole back and forth the entire year because you're only facing East Coast teams. So, like, they fucking hated each other. And then, um, uh, like, it's just the list just goes on and on. Like, how the really the definition of madness is doing the same thing and expecting different results. And, like, that is just what the Yankees are doing. They're trying the same exact thing every single year and then not even not even able to make it out of the ALCS at all. Like, it, mm-hmm. it's hilarious. It, it's 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 a hamster running on a wheel. It really is. Yeah, it really is. And I think that, like, the one move this year that the Yankees made coming into this year um, that you said, like, wow, it's the same old Yankees. Like, what a stupid move was Josh Donaldson. And Gio Urshela ended up having a better season than Josh Donaldson for, like, $20 million less. So... You know, it's just it was like such a such a oh, here comes another guy that's going to hit like 200 and maybe 20 home runs if you're lucky. Didn't even get to that. He hit like 15 home runs and Gio Urshela ended up having a much better season. And it's like you're right. Like that's the definition of insanity. Like how many of these guys can you have on one team that are just home run only really like pastor prime, not that athletic. And, you know. And then the, the quote from Cashman being like, yeah, Gio's a great player, but he's not Josh Donaldson. And it's like, well, he, yeah, it's because he's way fucking better than Josh Donaldson. <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah, and, and then you have the, um, obviously, you know, after, after that series, you know, you have them going back to, uh, you know, Aaron Boone and announcing that, you know, he's going to be back, which I think most people thought, You'd have to, like I thought, at least he'd have to be gone, um, you know, after this series, especially after getting swept. Um, you know, maybe if they made it a little bit more of a series, you know, I could see them bringing him back, but certainly not after a sweep. Um, and then it comes out that he's going to be back again. So um, just like to Jack's point, you know, doing the same thing over and over again, bringing this guy back. Um he he's I mean he's got to know where the bodies are buried at, at Yankee Stadium at this point. <laughs> I, I I feel like it's it's getting to that point where it's like, you know, at, at what point what does he have to do to get fired? I mean it's year after year with you know playoff disappointments and um I I feel like if it was any other manager like he would have been gone by now. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think you said it perfectly. He's got to know where. You know, the mafia hit all those bodies when they were building the new Yankee stadium, because I mean, he, he just, I just don't understand it, you know? And, and the other thing is like, when you look at um, who they let go, which I'm not saying Joe Girardi was, is a great manager by any means. I mean, look at the Phillies, right? They're in the world series and they fired him mid season. Uh, but Joe Girardi got to game seven of the ALCS, you know, with, with the Yankees. And then they fired him immediately after that. They haven't even come close to that since. Um, well, they, they came to, they went to like game six of the ALCS. So that's the closest they've been. So if you're going to fire a guy like that after a performance like that, then, you know, you better have the next guy do pretty well. So, and he's right. not. He's just not. <laughs> yeah, he just, just hasn't. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, listen, as a Red Sox fan, I hope he is the manager for life. I think that'd be awesome. But more so than the manager, I think it's, you know, Cashman. I think a lot of these moves are just outdated. You know, it's an outdated outlook on uh, running an organization. And it's not even like outdated like Dombrowski. Like Dombrowski was just like, I mean, Dombrowski's 
I, ideas of running a team will never go out of style because it's just he just throws a bunch of money at just random players. Um, Cashman is just like it's just stupid. I just think a lot of his moves are just really stupid. Yeah, like you, you give Aaron Hicks a seven-year deal when nobody would really care about Aaron Hicks, like right. for the rest of his career, essentially. Like that was even bad at the time. And I mean, not even being in on getting one of those like superstars and Manny Machado or Bryce Harper, which would really change the Yankees if you, they had all of Judge Stan and Giancarlo Stan. Now they're just going to have Giancarlo Stan without uh, Aaron Judge leaving. Because uh, we didn't even touch upon this of how yeah. all the Yankees fans started booing their, their king. Like they literally yeah, yeah. have a whole goddamn court in right field where people dress up in fucking wigs and shit and they started to boo the guy that just broke the American League home run record that everybody fucking creamed their pants over for in the entire month of September when he dragged it along as long as possible like literally as long as possible <laughs> and mm-hmm. uh, you know he really uh, wore himself out for that October it, it was great to see that um, you know he really can't uh like hit under the bright lights and that the Yankees fans will turn on them. That it just unbelievable. Yeah, it, it's no, it's, it's absurd. And it, it's, it's, I don't want to say I feel bad for the guy. Cause I mean, he's doing great, but right. Um, I mean like Red Sox fans would never boo David Ortiz, you know, uh, Mariners fans would never boo like Felix Hernandez. Um, Orioles fans would never boo like Cal Ripken. I mean, it's like certain guys, no matter how bad they're doing, in unless you know unless they like i i don't know like killed your dog then you're not gonna <laughs> boo them like they are your 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 the cornerstone of your your franchise and they're one of the most important players that has ever played for the organization um you're just not gonna boo certain guys and he's definitely one of them i mean he broke the american league home run record um so that was absurd you know booing the rest of the guys totally understandable i get it um, but not Aaron Judge. Not Aaron Judge. Yeah, and I feel like that's just it, maybe it's the 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 straw that broke the camel's back with when you talk about Aaron Judge. Um, you know, obviously, you know, he mentioned it. You know, after the fact that, um, you know, that he he thought he was, you know, they they could have gotten a deal done, you know, before spring training. They didn't, and now he's a free agent. Um, and he said, well, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, and, and this is kind of something where it's like, he's like, oh, well now you boo me. And, you know, is this really a place I want to come back to? And I mean, I don't, I, I feel like he's probably gone at this point. Um, you know, and yeah, I, yeah, I just don't see no. him coming back. It, it, I mean, it makes sense, right? I mean, you, you're only human. And uh, at some point when the organization has played around like with extending you and not committed to you. And the fans have literally booed you in the playoffs after having the greatest offensive season that we've seen in years. Um, I mean, you just probably just feel like you're just not appreciated and, and, and respected uh, at some point, you know, it's not all just about money. You're going to want to feel those things as a person. Um, and I think he has every right to, uh, sign somewhere else if that money is even equal. That's my honest opinion. I think he would yeah. at this point. And I think another team's going to offer him more than the Yankees. 
Like, I really do think either, like, San Francisco or the Dodgers or the Mets um, are really just going to write a blank check. And if the Yankees weren't willing to do that before, they're certainly not going to do it now that the price tag just went up even how many more millions of dollars through this historic season. And not only that, you know, he brings a certain marketability with him uh, wherever he goes that, you know, only guys like Bryce Harper and like Manny Machado, kind of like I was saying, like bring with them. Like he is a pure money maker. And I I think, you know, a team uh, that is, you know, competing right now and looking to do something like that is going to pay him even more than he's worth. Like even just on the field. Yeah, overpay for, you know, for obviously a recently unbelievable season and um, for, yeah, for the marketability aspect, the off the field aspect. Totally agree. Yeah, I think I I, I saw something on Twitter like, uh, I don't know, I think it was last like late last week that said that the uh, uh, the Giants uh, won't be outbid. Uh, for Aaron Judge. So, I mean, Jack, you're talking about a blank check. I feel like the Giants are probably right there, and they're probably willing to pay whatever it takes um, to get a guy like Aaron Judge, um, you know, a hometown kid, too. Yeah. I I could, I mean, I think it's a perfect fit. Perfect fit. Um, They haven't spent, like, huge in a little while. Um, I know they signed Rodon, but that was a one-year deal. Other than that, I mean, I think he he fits in that lineup perfectly, and um, yeah, I mean, you already had you already had one guy that was like a Barry Bonds um, or like a larger than life kind of guy, like a, a like a Babe Ruth type figure in, in Barry Bonds. Right. So I think Aaron Judge would be like that next guy there. I think that'd be awesome. Yeah, and he, he's a West Coast guy. He grew up in the area. So like certainly if they gave him the most money, he's not going to feel any loyalty to New York. <clears throat> and the fans out there are great. Even when the team's bad, uh, they still show up and, you know. They're like the most loyal fans that you're going to see. I would, I don't think I've ever heard them boo a player before. And I mean, it would be, you know, uh, I think a really good fit uh, to get him 3,000 miles away from Boston. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. If he's not in Fenway, get him as far away as possible. Yeah. Yep. I couldn't agree more. Well, that's the Yankees. That's the Yankees yep. update. That's right. That's the yeah. Yankees. Um yeah, I guess we can talk about oh, we we can talk about um, the whole uh, Red Sox situation with Devers and um, and his birthday. <laughs> and, yeah. Speaking and, of not extending players, yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. I know. Let's go to our own guy. Yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be Devers versus uh, Judge, Giants versus Dodgers, two thousand twenty-four. <laughs> gonna be a great NLCS. Um, yeah, I mean, like, all right. First off, I just want to start off by saying. If you come in saying, like, uh, you know, I, I have a bomb I'm going to drop, like, you know, it's I got a new I got news I'm going to report pretty soon yeah. and you go ghost for like 24 to 48 hours. Uh, I'm done with you. like and I respect the shit out of uh, what I'm pepping or whatever. Yeah. yeah, he's dropped some really good stories and, and, you know, he has the inside scoop. He's close with the players. But, you know, don't 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 do that. Don't. Don't yeah. don't edge me like that, you know. Um, not cool. Don't like it. Especially like in this social media world that we live in, when like you're on Twitter and you see that, you know, a guy, you know, an insider has like a big story that they're gonna drop, whether it's a trade or a signing or whatever it is, um, or just a big news story about a player, like in in like you said, LeBeau, and then you just like 
go ghost. I mean, that almost never happens. Um, right. And then you you kind of just go ghost and you don't hear from the guy. It's like it almost, you know, you lose a little bit of the credibility. So when the next time you actually do have something, people are just going to be like, oh, well, is this guy just like, uh, you know, tickling my balls right now or what? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, I agree. he's kind of in that he's kind of in that like boy cried wolf situation. Yeah. Especially no. with the Red Sox fans, you can't do that. You can't just tease no, us. Oh, exactly. You know, with something, especially with Devers too. I mean, that's a that's a touchy subject. It is. I blocked him on Instagram because he specifically said Did follow you? me on Instagram. Posted absolutely nothing, so he, he's blocked. Like yeah. I'll still follow okay, him. Okay, wow. But yeah, he, he he's on the shit list until he breaks the wow. Robbie extension. Yeah, I don't want to hear shit from that guy unless it says breaking colon or sources colon. Other than that. If it doesn't have that, then I don't want to fucking hear it, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's really not not okay. It's, well, you know, we're in a very fragile state with these two guys, Devers and and Bogarts. Right. So, um, you gotta, yeah, come 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 correct, Marino, Mariano, Pepin, Mar- Marino. I don't know. Yeah, the other guy, uh, Pujols, that reported on the extension. He was right. They we did have talks with him. It was more than. Just to sing happy birthday. Yeah. So, like, he, he never said anything like, oh, a deal is close or anything. But I feel like, you know, what he actually said was accurate and, you know, um, a lot, and actually contradicted, you know, a lot of other writers just because he is close with Devers. He is close to a lot of the, uh, you know, Spanish players on our team and everything. So, like, I, I, it is a real thing. But like, like you're saying, like you, you can't do that. Like just as professional, like it it ruins your credibility as a journalist. Right. Absolutely. Uh, At some point this off season, we're going to get pretty much like a full rundown of what happened with that Devers thing. Um, Or we're going to get just that, you know, he, he signed an extension. And if we don't get either of those things, then really truly Red Sox fans should absolutely riot. Like, Either we need to know literally every fact. Like, I want to know, I want to see like flight logs. Like, I want to see, <laughs> I want to see like flight logs. I want to hear like recorded conversations. I want to see text messages. If there's no deal that that yeah. is made between the Red Sox and Raphael Devers, if there is, I don't care. But if there's not, then like, you need to show me everything. Like, I'm going to subpoena everything. Like, just. Yeah. The, Really, though, because you, you have to explain yourself. Like, there's no reason serve. you shouldn't. Yeah, you might serve John Henry. I will. Oh, I absolutely will. Because there's no reason you shouldn't ex- extend this guy, and you, there's no reason you shouldn't have already at this point. You know, unless the guy's like, I don't want to play here, which I, I highly doubt. Right. He has to. He has to be on the team for years. Yeah, I mean, like we. I mean, we just talked about the Aaron Judge situation. Like, this is something that like the Red Sox should learn from because you could, you know, potentially lose a player over handling a situation like this. And if you don't get something done before the start of the season, you know, it gets more and more likely that they don't come back. Um, yep. You know, we like I said, we've seen it right in front of our eyes this year with Judge, and you know, that's something that you know you'd hate to see the Red Sox, you know, repeat. Yeah, absolutely. We could have given like Devers eight years, two hundred million dollars at this point last season, when like you know it was very clear that in our organization, as a 24, 25 year old at the time, that he was going to be you know an elite hitter 
And, you know, the defense did come a long way this year, which I think gave a lot of people more confidence that he's going to be able to stay at third. But, you know, the best time to do it was a year ago or two years ago when you could have gotten a Brave-style deal uh, just to avoid arbitration, buy out some free agency years, and really have that uh, low annual value. But, you know, we we just kind of fucked around. We were going to see how it went, and now it's going to bite us in the ass. Now we're going to have to pay $100 million more just because we're reactive to the type of things in, in terms of proactive. I hope we see more deals with, like, Bayo and Casas where, we're like, we give them six years, $60 million. Doesn't even fucking matter. We're the goddamn Red Sox, but we at least have yeah, these yeah. guys under control. So that way we don't have to, like, keep playing this cat and mouse game with like our superstar players and have to trade guys like Mookie Betts and not be able to sign Raphael Devers and you know have to worry about Xander Bogarts hitting free agency it it like we were talking about the Yankees madness of doing the same thing over and over again we're in that same boat right now but with just with their free agents yep no I agree it, it's and and you know it's it's now November of 2022 granted it just started the month just started right but it's November of 2022 and uh, honestly, uh, Heim Bloom has maybe done like one or like two good things. And I'm not, I, I don't even think that's like that much of an exaggeration. And I'm not saying I don't believe in the guy. I'm not saying I want him fired. But like the time is literally right now. Like, yep. I would say one thing that comes to mind obviously, uh, obtaining Hunter Renfro, excellent move. Then you traded him for Jackie Belly Jr. Um, the Garrett Whitlock extension was an excellent move. So no complaints there. All right, I'll give him that one. I have nothing bad to say about that. But like trading Vasquez, I thought it was a good move, but I thought it was just like a no-brainer. I thought it was just something that fell into their lap. Like the Astros heavily overpaid for a you know a fat backup catcher with two months left on his deal. So like I don't think that that was really a, a genius move. I think that was pretty much a no-brainer. Um, other than that, I don't know. So it's Kike, November. I, I think Kike was a pretty good deal, and even getting yeah. him another year. I, I think he's been, you know, a valuable player for us. Um, I still like I still like Story. I don't think we saw the best of him last year, but if he's on the field for 162, he's being a 2020 player. And I think, you know, next season, um, hopefully we see a little bit more of that where um, uh, we see, you know, more of the player that he was in Colorado uh, than any other time. So uh, that one's TBD. I'm not hating on him for it yet. We, we yeah. have to see. Um, but, um, you know, I, I still have confidence down. I think, you know, we kind of like we've talked about before firing and probably wouldn't have been the right move because who else would kind of steer the ship right now? You kind of have to go with the flow. He has rebuilt the farm system to a degree too. It's definitely yeah. a lot better than it was. So I, I'm hoping to see, you know, that finalization of this three year plan, uh, come to fruition this year. Maybe we were even ahead of schedule last year. Maybe we fell a little bit behind this season, but the 2023 has to be a winning season. Yeah. And, and I would agree. I mean, I, I definitely think that I got, I got a, I got a phone call and it kicked me out. So stupid. Oh. It's like, it's 2022. Can we grow up? Um, <laughs> but um, so I definitely think the Trevor story signing was good. And, but I just don't like, I, I, I don't really like credit Heim Bloom for that. So to speak, like I'm not saying that he didn't do it right. He did it, but I just felt like that was like such an easy decision to make, you know, like I don't really think there was much to it there. The Kike thing, I'll stand corrected. I'll add that to the list. I'll put that on the Google doc. But other than that, I mean, like there, I'm looking for like, I, I want like wizardry, you know, I want like, yeah. 
I want like like wow, this dude like you know it should be in fucking Slytherin. Like I want you know I want some some I want to see some some magic happen. You know, like I don't some razzle dazzle, right? Like signing Trevor Story to uh, uh, a contract, hundred eighty, what, hundred eighty forty, hundred. I'm sorry, hundred forty million. That's a no brainer. I mean, you know, you could put me in that position, and I would say, yeah, I think this is a good idea. We should do that. I want to see some some witchcraft. Like that's what you got this this you know beautiful Jewish man to do is some is some some baseball witchcraft. So that's what I want to see. Yeah. I mean, and we we've talked about it, you know, even even last season that you know this is this is it for him. It's it almost feels like a make or break off season for Heim Bloom and uh, and the Red Sox because if this doesn't uh, if this doesn't work out this uh, you know this winter, then um, you know it, it could it could be the end of um, his time in Boston. Um, so he, he's obviously going to have to address some needs here. Um, and like you said, LeBeau, maybe maybe wave that magic wand around a little bit. And yep. uh, and get something cooking, man. You know how they they say let Russ cook. That hasn't worked out for cook. the Broncos, but let Heim cook. Let yeah. him cook. Let Heim cook. Yep. Yeah. He needs to act like Ime Udoka. Start addressing some needs. <laughs> <laughs> best best of luck with whatever New York team you're with now. <laughs> I, I don't know uh, basketball. Yeah, I, I think in, it's the it's the Nets. It's the Nets. Now he's in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yeah. Well, sure, it's a sport that exists. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! There's no denying that they got teams, they got uniforms, they got a commissioner, they got the whole, they got the whole shebang. They do. They do everything over there. Yeah. They yeah, do everything. Yeah. They even have an arena. They do multiple. Yeah. Yeah. They, that's right. That's right. And like the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> That's a different story. Yeah. It's definitely another sport. <laughs> Jack's on a heater right now. He's naming all the sports. Yeah, Name all the sports in the world. And, uh, <laughs> this is a sports podcast. so <laughs> yeah, It's relevant. Yep. Yeah. In the Jack, genre. Jack, Jack was always a big... Um, uh, I know I, I used I always used to see him at uh, you know with the ESPN Plus watching uh, cricket or, or you know croquet whatever whatever it was that yeah, that's on you know a lot of crocheting when, when, on ESPN eight the show. yeah <laughs> just these middle aged women going to town on crochet man they yeah. they make a hell of a scarf <laughs> you know I remember one time I was at um, the bar and. There was, like, legit playoff hockey on. And I went to see that because I didn't have any cable or anything at the time. And, like, they had, like, the World Series of Cornhole on. And, like, I couldn't even help but, like, watch the World Series of Cornhole. Like, I was it, so yeah. intrigued. How like, can you not? Like, you know, you know there'd be, like, a nice shot and you would hear other people at the bar be like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, professional cornhole is fun to watch. Another um, underrated sport to watch is professional darts. Um, I actually thoroughly enjoy watching darts. Billiards is okay, but like they play like like obscure games, like a lot of like nine balls. So I don't really like that as much. But um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fun sports to watch out there. The one that like sometimes is on a lot, believe it or not, that I hate to watch is bowling. It's the same. If you're a professional bowler, 
It's the same result. Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. But it's the same result every time. Like it literally, the every yeah. time they just roll a strike every time, and I'm like, this is that boring. Is true. Yeah. Right. But this then you get guys like uh, you know what's that guy Pete Weber? You know the guy that's who do you think? Yeah. Who do you think are Who do you think you? Who do you think of our I? Yeah. That's that Mookie Betts fella. I heard he's okay. Yeah. That's also so random that he like got into bowling and he's like an actual like good bowler. Yeah, it is. It's very random. He's also, I saw I, a clip of him playing basketball. He's a pretty good basketball player, too. I, well, he's just an athlete, I feel like, all around. I feel like he could do anything. He, yeah. He's also a great barber, apparently, too. Like, Jesus Christ. This add, guy's, add on board to, like, the resume. This guy is just talented. Mookie Betts, if you're listening, hit me with that fade real quick. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yep. He can't figure out his own facial hair, but... Yeah, right. Hey, oh, if he knows how to... If he can line you up good, that's all that matters. Oh, one 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 thing we didn't um, we didn't touch upon was when we had our uh, you know end of the year Hooters trip. Shout out to the guy at Hooters that was reading a book. Yeah, <laughs> that's not get, something yeah, you see every after. day. It's not really something you should see any day. Like no. that was yeah. amazing. He was just alone. Which, dude, there is absolutely nothing wrong with going anywhere alone, especially who knows. I love to go places alone. Um, if you're yeah. not comfortable going somewhere alone, maybe grow up. But um, <laughs> he is so comfortable being alone. He said, you know what? I'm going to bring a book. And he brought a book. Friday night at Hooters. Yeah. And he wasn't, it wasn't like he was studying. He was an older gentleman. He was reading strictly for pleasure. And he was also yeah. at Hooters for strictly pleasure. And, um, yeah, he's just reading he wasn't the book. Even eat, he wasn't even eating wings either. He was eating some other stuff that looked pretty good. I don't even know what it was. Yeah. I'm not sure. Yeah, it was something. I think it was both. Maybe. I don't know. But, yeah, he was just crushing it, dude. He was living life. You know, had a beer. Um, he, he He's just like me, for real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's really like one of those, like, mirrors where you get to see, like, 30 years into the future. Yeah, <laughs> it, it's like a time traveler, like trying just not to interfere with the past, but like still see what's going on. It's like, one yeah. of those, like you know, like he can't say hi or else he's gonna like disappear back into oblivion. Like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. I think, I think we might have like a time traveler situation here. I think we might have proved it. I think we did. Yeah, I think we did. <laughs> I saw myself at Hooters. Maybe that would that might have been a future LeBeau or or any of us really. Yeah, I don't really I don't really read. Don't You're really not a read. reader though. No, that's, I, that's I have true. a bunch of Red Sox books, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's always nice to own books just so you can put it on like your coffee table or something. So when people come over, you look like you know what you're doing. You know, you look like an intelligent person and you're like, yeah, I I read it. But then when they look at the cover, it's like, oh, Pedro, David Ortiz. Yeah, it's 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 like like Frank Tona. It's like, yeah, I just read. I I can prove that I am literate. (laughs) Yeah, like I I know how to read. I own three books. (laughs) Yeah, but my batting average is high with books I've bought to books I've read. Like if I buy a book, 
I, 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 I've read it. Like I, right. all my books in my collection, there's not very many. They're all Red Sox books or bait or like <laughs> other sports or like other sports books. Like there's like and a DiMaggio. Yeah. Yeah. I have like, uh, like a couple college basketball books, but right. every book that I have purchased, I have read. So, you know, I am bad at that. Like a lot of people have books just to have books right. and they haven't really ever read them. Yeah. So that's not me. That's not me. I'm not a fraud. Yeah. If you're going to buy books, that's a lesson to anybody that buys books. If you're going to buy them, just read them, man. Just read them. Yeah. You know? Just read them. Absolutely. You gotta read them. I mean, that's just a waste of, you know, somebody's time and effort they put into making that book. And now you're just going to buy it and you're not going to read it. Yeah. That's just, it's that's, really that's just kind of a slap in the face. That's kind of a disrespect, but right. It's disrespectful to the author. And we hate to see that here. We're a big, um, you know, uh, literature uh, yeah. podcast too. You know, we're big readers. Yep. Jeremy Payne is oh. at, at bat. Um, he's a shout out him. He's a Rhode Island guy. So yeah. You know, we'll, well, right around the corner from us. Yep. He's uh, he's such a Rhode Island guy in between um, games. He, um, he flies back to Providence to go to Foxy lady. <laughs> yep. yep. No, that is that is that's a, that's a true. Um, that is true. That's yeah, confirmed. That actually, that's a real thing. Yep. He does. Then he yeah. slides through uh, Oneyville. Guess a couple wieners after. Couple too. wieners. Yep. Yeah. Couple yep. wieners. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Just a just a a really a hardcore a Rhode Islander. You know, hardcore Rhode Islander, hardcore Providence guy. You know, yep. that's what it's all about. So. Yeah. It's all you guys about like Prop care City. about the World Series at all? Like, I really just like don't give a shit. Well, I I I just like watching it because it's like high stakes baseball, cool. right? But like other than that, no. Like, I mean, I hate I, I do hate the city of Philadelphia. I guess I'm rooting for the Phillies, but uh, and I obviously also hate the Astros. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, this is not like a uh, like we're a matchup where I'm like, oh, I really hope this team wins. Like, I really hoped the Braves won. I really hoped the Nationals won. And, you know, I really hoped, well, in 20, this is kind of like 2017 for me. Like, I hate the Dodgers, but um, I really fucking hate the Dodgers. And I think I was actually rooting for the, I actually hate the Dodgers so much, I think I was rooting for the Astros. I like the Astros more than I like the Dodgers. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. I said that, right? I like the Astros more than I like the Dodgers. I hate fucking hate the Dodgers. I hate the Dodgers. Very hateable franchise. Yeah. Fans. Um, just trash. Yeah, just uh, I, I mean, I, I think I'd love to see the Phillies win the World Series only for the fact of the videos and the content that we get from that and that people would be seeing online. I mean, that city, I think, would almost burn down, probably. Um, yeah. You know, it, it, I mean, credit to them, too. Last night, that place was electric. I mean, the bank was electric. For sure. Um, even even Castellanos described it as uh, almost like an English Premier League um, style, uh, you know, just the atmosphere um, yeah. was was that of a, a Premier League game, which is crazy. Um, so shout out to the, the Philly fans are. No, they're good. You can't say about them is they're hardcore fans. Uh, they live and breathe, you know, their their sports over there. Um, they are they are good fans. They're very passionate. There's no there's no doubt about that. But they're just um, they're just annoying, you know. Right. And I don't like them. Um, and I think I, I I probably would root for them more if they didn't hijack the dancing on my own, you know, which really bugs me. That is really right. Me. That's yeah. yeah. I don't like that. But, 
It'd be one thing if, like, Kyle Schwarber actually started it with the Red Sox, but it was Kevin Pulecki's thing. Like, if the Rangers, for some reason, did it, I guess that would even make a little bit more sense for whatever reason. But, like, Schwarber blatantly stole that and brought it over to Philly, and, like, you can't really find a different song. There's millions of other songs out there that were fucking bops. But, like, you, like, you be more creative about it. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Yep. Just straight hijacked. Creativity is out the window. You know, it, there's no more creativity anymore. So, you know, things get hijacked. And, and the other, the what, other thing, my other complaint is Kyle Schwarber was acquired midseason. He was on that team for such a short period of time. He, he was like a mercenary in my mind. He just comes in. <laughs> swoops that song and then it's just whatever team he goes to that's like kevin kevin ploiecki was uh like grinding it out with the 2020 red sox you know and he gets no credit for that song if it was like if it was like bogarts that went there and brought it over like kike i'd be like all right whatever like you know these guys have been with the team for a little bit longer and but he was there for three and a half months you know and not even yeah so july so august september yeah, but he was hurt when he came over. Yeah. So he Wait, didn't he's still on until like so mid-August. So three months. August, September, October. Because you still have the count in August. You're still with the team. He was like on the right. bench still. Yeah, that's true. So so three three months. Not not three and a half. Three months. He's with the team. And um, yeah, he hijacks Dancing on My Own. And now it's a, it's a fucking Philly song. And they're greasing up the telephone poles and singing <laughs> oh, yeah. that song. Jesus Christ. That really pissed me off. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's just just that you hate to see that that, you know, come that now being resonated is it's almost like a Phillies thing now. Yeah, it's uh, definitely a Phillies thing. Yeah. yeah. They, they made it to they made it to the World Series. So they won. With that, you know, they right. got the song. No, like, exactly. We were fucked. So we'll have to figure yeah. something out. There is a part of me that is cheering for the Astros just because I do fucking hate Philadelphia too. I work for one of their minor league teams and they treat me like shit, so they can go fucking suck a bag of dicks. But oh yeah, I mean, not only that, you know, their, their fans are annoying. Um, you know, they're a good sports city. You kind of have to respect it, you know, as a good sports city yourself. But like, they hate us, we hate them. Um, I'm over the Astros cheating scandal too. It's been five years. I'm just moved on with yeah. my life. We survived a global pandemic. Like, what what are we doing? Like, are are we really still actually, like, upset about this? And, I mean, like, so many of the other teams did yeah. so much similar shit. Like, clean your own closet before, you know, you start yelling at people yeah. for being cheaters and everything. But, yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, like, it would also very much upset Yankees fans if the Astros won. Like, yeah. that would really just be, like, worst-case scenario to, like, see them actually be able to call themselves a dynasty by winning a second rank. You can't, you know, go to four and only win one and call yourselves, like, a, a really good team or the team of the decade or whatever you want to call them. Like, they, they, like they, they feel the most pressure to win. And uh, if the Yankees don't win any and the Astros win two, the Red Sox win two, the Rays have been to a World Series, the Blue Jays are on the up and up. Even, you know, the Orioles might be in the World Series before the fucking Yankees this break, too. Like then they were gonna have a lot more explaining to do. Yeah, no, I would agree. They, I think that the Yankees and Astros have a very heated rivalry, and I think it would, it would, you know, go up Yankee fans' asses. 
Uh, I also do root for Jeremy Pena. You know, I like the kid. Yeah. Prominent yeah. kid. Um, but other than that, yeah, I mean, I'm kind of indifferent on who wins. I just like just the high stakes, uh, high stakes baseball, high stakes baseball, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I'm not going to remember like a single thing of the World Series once it's over, though. Like, yeah. at the end of the day, like, this is just background noise for me. Like, I'm going to watch it. I'm going to miss because, you know, the last few games of the season, it is, you know, super competitive and, you know, it's the best time of year to watch baseball. But, like, in terms of the actual teams winning, like, just don't care. Don't care at all. Yeah. You know. Yep. No, I agree. I mean, I you know, and, and as much as I was rooting for the Braves last year, uh, I feel the same way. I mean, I, last year didn't really do it for me either. I mean, um, I think – let's see. I'm trying to think. Um I mean the the Nationals. I was that was probably the team that I was rooting for. The, like the last team I actually genuinely was like happy that they won. Like that was the last one. You know? Yeah. What about before that? What maybe like the year before? Mm, I was okay. Yeah, I was indifferent. Red Sox yeah. won. I was like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Really um, cheering more against the uh, Dodgers. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think that. Yeah, how do you guys think? Do you think that's pretty good? Covered a lot. Yeah, I think that about. Uh, wraps it Veritex up for that extension. Oh yeah, Veritex. Yes, yeah. the only yeah, piece of Red right. Sox news we forgot to talk about. <laughs> uh-huh. Veritex like, signed the extension. Yeah, this yep. time of year we're not going to really have anything. Probably by next episode, like the World Series is going to be over. We're going to start to see who's tendered contracts, qualifying offers, all that jazz. Um, so. You know, we'll have more to talk about, but this is kind of like the dead time of year where really yeah. the most exciting thing going on is, you know, Jason Veritek returning as your bench coach or, you know, assistant bench coach or whatever. Right. Yep. Well, yeah. All right. Great. Yeah. That about wraps it up. Yeah. I think so. Fuck. Yeah. yeah next sports. He can't. You can't sing the dancing yeah, on my own can. outro no, now because no, it's. I'm trying, I'm trying to think, like. <laughs> it's they hijack. There's such, no, no, such pieces of shit. I fucking hate. Cleveland I hate. Rock. Cleveland <laughs> Rock. <laughs> that, that turn the page. All right. Yeah. See you. Peace.